0: There are many mysteries out there that are truly bizarre, such as the Dyatlov Pass incident, the missing 411, Bermuda Triangle, Alaska Triangle, and the mysterious death or abduction case of Todd Seas. If you do a quick Google search of Todd Seas, you'll find little to no information. How an avid hunter goes out for a routine trip and never makes it home will always be a mystery. Now that is Freaky Dee.
1: i okay, okay.
0: back to the freaky deaky we've missed you yeah (laughs) it's been such a long week without you guys and here we are reunited and it feels so good um (laughs) today we are today we're going to be talking about the mysterious abduction or disappearance well i guess abduction a better word uh of todd
2: sees and for
0: actually first of all christian have you heard of this i have not
2: heard of it until i read about it with this stuff but I, I would not say, a what was A whole five minutes ago, he's yeah. heard
1: about Todd Seas.
2: I heard about it when I was at work when you sent this to me. Mm. Yeah, you heard as, it here first, Christian. As Scott <laughs> started reading, I'm like, I've heard this story. And then I'm like, oh yeah, <laughs> I read it a couple weeks ago when oh, you yeah. sent We're it many to Many moons ago
1: when I sent this over. <laughs> yeah.
2: But I'd like to yeah. correct you on the abduction and oh, say he's, disappearance he's, he's, yeah. okay. from my perspective. You can go with abduction, I'll go with disappearance. But possible, I mean, he was, well, I don't know, you know what? What a great way to start the episode. Yeah, don't give don't out the bits
1: before yeah. we, you know.
0: Yeah. So no e- either way, if, if you're unaware of who Todd Sees is, stay tuned because we're about to learn you something. And it's a pretty interesting story and it's very confusing and mysterious. And that's why it kind of always jumps out at me when I read about it. There's been a couple of really good explanations on Reddit that also kind of suck you in a little more. And you're like, damn, this thing is hella weird. So uh, we thought it'd be a good idea to do an episode on this topic. And that's what we're about to bless your ear holes with right now. I don't know why I'm telling you guys this. Like, we all know what we're here to do. (laughs) Yep. We're here to hear the episode. Yeah, so let's begin. This is Sunday, August 4th, 2002. 39-year-old Pennsylvania hunter and outdoorsman, Todd Sees wakes before dawn and decides to go deer spotting on Montour Ridge, a mountain range behind his home in Point Township, Northumberland County. He leaves home at 5 a.m. telling his wife he'll be back by noon and drives his ATV up a tree break where a power line runs. Seize is the son of a farmer, a family man, little league coach, and father of two, and when he fails to return by the appointed time, his wife grows concerned and calls the police. Shortly thereafter, Seize's son finds his father's four-wheeler abandoned at the top of the ridge, two miles from their house. By 2.30, a large search team has been mobilized. They discover no footprints leading away from the ATV and no scent for the search dogs to track. Over 200 volunteers and rescue personnel continued combing the area with dogs. Skin divers. Such.
2: Skin divers. I just, I'd say shoes divers.
1: Yeah, I think that must have got cut weird.
2: <laughs> wow.
1: Skin divers.
2: But they used to be called skin divers. Who was it? Hmm?
1: What is a skin diver?
2: You never heard of skin divers I before? probably
0: have. It kind of sounds familiar, but also really strange. It's an
2: It's It's an, like an older saying. I don't know why they called them skin divers.
0: But what was the context? Like, who was a skin diver?
2: The guy that put on the suit and dove. Now regular, we just call them divers. Regular divers. Yeah. Okay. But they now used to be called sense. skin divers. I think yeah. it was because of their suits it was
0: like okay. a form of skin. It's like, hey, put your skin on and let's get <laughs> in the water. Now that sounds like an entirely different thing, man. Okay, so I guess, yeah, skin Wait, dilers. What does it sound like? Well, it's not good. I picture,
1: like, that American Horror Story guy, like, in the skin suit. Yeah. That's in uh, the hotel that's season. That's latex.
2: Totally different.
1: No, not in the, like, murder house one, the one with the hotel. And that guy looks like he's, like, A you know what I'm diver. talking about? Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, it makes sense.
1: Exactly. Yeah.
2: Sure. Sometimes we struggle with the simple things. i
1: thing American Horror Story was a skin diver. This is a scuba diver, a diver.
0: I'm I'm going to stick to the script. He's a skin diver. I was just curious about what the hell that was. Okay, back to the story. Skin divers search a nearby pond and the others scour a six-mile radius for any sign of the man.
2: Divers. What did I say? Okay, just helping people.
0: Oh, okay, yeah. Day one ends with C's still missing. The search continues throughout the following day. Around 8 on the second night, so it must be night, around 8 p.m. on the second night, someone spots a patch of white in the woods near the pond, a mere 150 yards from the sea's residence. Cocaine. Okay. guess we got Christian's take on it. Local firemen work feverishly with saws and axes to cut a path through the heavy brush and there, in a dense bramble, classic bramble, a dense bramble, they find the dead body of Todd Seas. Witnesses describe him as dressed in only his boxers, emaciated and wearing a countenance of abject terror. It, no one from the family is ever called in to identify the body and contrary to Pennsylvania law, the body is removed without a coroner present. So, wow, right off the bat, he's emaciated, And this is one day later, right? Yes. That's pretty nuts for one day. Just that fact alone. I thought that that was was weird.
1: But this is where it gets weird. The FBI showed up within 30 minutes after the body was found and took over the investigation. Military type helicopters hovered the area. The FBI, FBI interviewed farmers and neighbors who lived nearby. Many of them reported an object flying in the sky that didn't make any noise. A few of them reported seeing the object hover over the power lines where the four-wheeler was found, and what appeared to look like a beam of light shining down with a person going up in the ship. Nuts. Right? Northumberland County Coroner James Kelly conducts an immediate autopsy, but his results are inconclusive, with no significant external or internal injuries. There is no clear cause of death. He eventually returns the body to the family in a sealed casket and strongly suggests they do not open it.
2: <laughs> Zee's
1: is buried site unseen, and his poor grieving family do the best they can to pick up the pieces with much help and support from the local community. A toxicology report released months later suggests cocaine toxicity as the probable cause of the death. Local police closed the investigation.
2: Remember when I said cocaine earlier? That was a lot of cocaine.
1: Oh, I hear the story, but I don't... <laughs> I don't think it was cocaine.
2: Yeah. Why can't it be both? It was white stuff. But you're Oh, this wasn't the 80s, so it wouldn't automatically be assumed to be cocaine. Yeah. News coverage was surprisingly scant, and that is basically the sum total of the un- unassailable facts. The strange circumstances of the case, however, and their similarity to other rural events involving missing persons almost immediately attracted the interest of paranormal researchers, particularly those in the UFO community. Despite an understandable stonewalling from local police trying to protect the C's family, follow-up investigations by controversial UFOlogist Peter Davenport and former homicide detective, Butch Witkowski produce quite a bit of additional information, all of it decidingly of the alleged variety. That said, even if you disregard the UFO angle entirely, case leaves behind a haunting impression of a man experiencing a harrowing final ordeal interesting things about the case one of todd c's boots was found 75 feet up in the tree bananas this is the first time we're all talking about this
1: how would it get there
2: yeah okay so that's that's crazy so that is. it's either a ufo yes bigfoot got pissed at him and threw his boot less likely or he ran into a giant that picked him up upside down. The boot fell off and he like just tossed it into a tree.
1: Or it's a UFO with a big foot because boom, they're best of friends. Yes. Coming
2: to visit the giants. Lots of threads on this one. Yeah. yeah. At 5.30 on the morning in question, three nearby farmers and a fisherman on Sasquehanna River witnessed a disk shaped UFO over Montour Ridge. An anonymously filed, mistakenly dated report to this effect was submitted later in August 2002 to the National UFO Reporting Center. Additional reports provide even stranger details. Numerous accounts of the FBI descending quickly on the scene and instructing locals not to talk to the press. Pretty interesting.
1: Rumors of cocaine overdose. Hmm. So this theory intrigued me, and I decided to dig a little deeper And what's better than good old WebMD. Hit my Google search bar, and this is what I found. Signs of a cocaine overdose. Physical signs include increased sweating, body temperature or heart rate, trouble breathing, chest pain, nausea or vomiting, confusion, seizures, and tremors.
2: If you're experiencing any of these while doing cocaine and listening to the podcast, please see your yes, doctor. please quickly. seek medical yeah.
1: attention. Yes. Also, <laughs> drugs are whack, but you know,
2: wow, yeah. some of
1: our people might enjoy it. So I guess you Welcome know, to each to the their 90s. own. Yeah. All right, which Good poses call me Nancy to think, reagan if, in fact, Todd Seas was a regular cocaine user, if he had experienced these symptoms, why wouldn't he just go home and try to get help? Um, death from cocaine is usually due to a heart attack, stroke, or seizure. In my opinion, none of those causes of death seem to fit the profile of Todd Seas. He was found in his underwear. Strange. If I'm having a heart attack or stroke, I don't think stripping down in that moment is <laughs> what yeah. goes through your head. So he's, you know, in his underwear, emaciated with a look of horror on his face. To me, his death fits the profile of missing 411 Mm -hmm. when you hear people that have gone missing. Yeah. Which with that theory then ties in Bigfoot, which within that and then the sightings of a UFO, Bigfoot Mm -hmm. and UFO. So all these just seem and then with the like FBI swarming in. Yeah. Just interesting.
0: All the signs are there. Um,
1: Family members, friends, people in the community all said they never knew Todd to even have a cigarette, let alone cocaine. Like it was avidly known. He was a little league coach, like dad, farmer. Mm. You know, this wasn't something that anyone saw. I get people use drugs all the time and can live a quote unquote normal looking lifestyle, but it just it seems really far fetched with all the other stuff in there.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is.
1: You know, with the sightings and all that. So interesting.
2: It is. It is a very interesting story. The missing four one one correlation. Yeah.
0: Try to talk more into the mic too if you can.
2: No. <laughs> yeah. I was moving uh, were you Don't moving? judge me. Where are you moving? Yeah. Okay. Right. Let me, let me do my little thing.
0: <laughs> oh, we brought this on ourselves.
2: <laughs> missing four one one correlation in case any of you haven't heard about the missing four one one. Here is a brief rundown. David Polites is a former police officer who is now an investigator and writer known primarily for his self published books. One dedicated to proving the reality of Bigfoot, in his 411 series of books, in which he documents the disappearance of people in national parks and elsewhere. Polites attributes mysterious unspecified causes to these disappearances. According to Polites, his work on this subject began when he was doing research in a national park, and an off-duty park ranger found him and expressed concern about the questionable nature of some of the missing person cases which occurred in the parks. Then rangers knew Polite's background and asked him to research the issue. Polite's obliged and asserts that he uncovered multiple lines of evidence suggesting negligence on the part of the park's service in failing to locate the missing people. He broadened his investigation to include missing people from across the world, and this led to his belief that he has uncovered a mysterious series of worldwide disappearance which defied logical and conventional explanations. Now tell me, Todd C.'s death doesn't fit into this category.
0: Why would I tell you that? Am I a known liar? I don't know why.
2: Heather, why would he tell us that?
1: I'm just saying for the skeptics like Christian to say, mm-hmm. it's just him doing drugs. I mean, he fits that. With with the Bigfoot and the UFO and you know the missing 411. I yeah. mean, anyone that hasn't seen that documentary, The Missing 411, The Hunted, And then there's just The Missing 411. Both are amazing documentaries. And just since that have made me a believer Yeah, that there's some weird disappearances and death that just don't add up. Like I said, how does an avid outdoorsman hunter go out on his morning little troll and just disappear and then be found like that?
0: Into a bramble, no less.
1: Yeah. And like to me, I mean, like the look of horror, like something had to be.
2: If he was emaciated, though. That would create a look of horror, but that's also the one thing that makes sure this is a like. They said his
1: body was so badly decomposed, like it didn't fit. That's why they couldn't even have an open casket. Yeah. So, like, what happened? Why would it have done that? Like, to me, getting beamed up into a ship, something, you know, something happened. Yeah. It's just crazy for a body to be decomposing like that that fast.
0: Yeah, Christian, I I think I cut you off. What you What were you
2: saying? Earlier in the episode, didn't we say something about a white substance? Are you going to say cocaine again? No, I mean, I I already said cocaine came up, but I'm pretty sure there was a white substance. No, he
1: was really white. Like I said, he was pale, maciated. Yeah,
2: he was the white
0: substance.
1: (laughs) Todd sees.
0: (laughs) Uh, Sorry to his family if they're listening. Yeah, I'm an asshole. Um, It's not intentional.
2: What if it's some kind of radiation poisoning? Are you thinking like government experiment and they're covering it up? Maybe he's not a, the just, you know, there's plenty of people that work for the government that are lily coaches that are good people or maybe there's something else going on uh, that, you know, a poison could have some of these effects on him. Do you think like it could emaciate him? I think it depends if it's something like a, something radioactive possibly. I mean,
0: yeah. Because I'm, I'm just trying to like, that's the one thing that, that really sends it home for me is name one thing on this planet that can emaciate you in 24 hours. And
1: will decompose you that badly. That's and, what's interesting. Yeah.
0: And vampires can't be an option. So what?
1: hear me out. To
0: suck you dry. Right?
1: He goes out. He gets beamed up by the aliens. Yeah. Do you think that somehow the government entered that cocaine theory as a cover up for them? to hide whatever they know because that's weird with the fbi coming in and doing all that and then suddenly like no there's nothing to report and then months later it comes out about cocaine
0: well are we sure it was the fbi and not the men in black right and if you're throwing cocaine in there christian i really need you to talk to the mic
1: you got a mic arm
0: yeah well no you don't but well it's good enough there you go you're going to hear how much clearer you sound. And most importantly, our listeners will hear how much clearer you <laughs> Oh, sound. Well, there we go. <laughs> okay, so, yeah. How
2: about now? No, too too far. Six <laughs> inches is good. I'm just joking. <laughs> so let's go back to cocaine. Yes. Maybe this guy, Todd Sees, worked for the CIA, was running cocaine. Mm. Somebody got a little upset, poisoned him. I mean, that's kind of a far reach. Do you think
0: they got their... Via UFO, like they flew to go poison him in their UFO.
2: Well, this almost sounds like a cattle mutilation case where maybe they're like, oops, that's not a cow. That's a human. Throw him back because we have a treaty with the government that we don't just we don't experiment on humans anymore. Yeah.
0: But isn't the cattle mutilation thing? Isn't that something that is speculated? That's the government as well. Because isn't that that video I sent you guys from that documentary? It was your it was your boy Richard Doty saying, oh yeah, the government does that. We, we did those experiments all the time.
2: That was actually, I think they did some of that stuff in the X-Files TV show, mm. where they, the, uh, the government had been doing some of these mutilations. Wow, the X-Files
0: just calls the future. Mm-hmm. I guess that's interesting then. That would kind of like highlight the government aspect from, from this story alone. Like what if it is just a big, with the FBI and everything like that, it could just be a government cover up where they're like, oops, this went wrong. And then be like, oh no, everyone shut up. Nothing happened. It's fine.
2: Well, a sealed casket is what they would do to somebody that was poisoned by radiation too, so that it couldn't escape. That'd be a good way to like cover it up. The, the F-
1: Well, and then moving the body before yeah. the coroner, everything just kind of added up weird. Their protocol, how they handled the case alone.
2: Yeah, yeah. The, F- the FBI being involved to begin with is strange because there's no crime at this point. You yeah, know, someone dies.
1: They, they painted out as some, you know, hunter out on coke just dies. How? Why is the FBI tied in this?
2: And his
0: his family was all like he didn't do coke, right?
1: Yeah, no, he was known. He was praised as a little league coach, you know, about kids, a family man. Like I said, a farmer, you know, yeah. a generational farmer, like known in this community. And everyone said like, no, he didn't even light up a cigarette. Like that wasn't like him. He wasn't one to heavy drinker, partier, no- yeah. nothing. And like I said, for his family man as he seems, unless it was all a big sham, and he's really great, great actor, yeah. even for his wife to be like, no, you know, because I feel like. Around your spouse, generally, you someone knows something something's yet. going, you know? Yeah. Especially with cocaine. I mean, yeah, you can act pretty normal. I know a lot of people that are highly functioning that, you know, yeah, use coke in their life. But, um, you know, the irritability, the mood, you know, different things. I think someone that lived with him full time would be able to say, yeah, maybe he did. You know, maybe she didn't think that. But looking back would be like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. That's why he was either jittery or anxious, yeah. or had mood blowups, you know, little things. You'd think something would come out, but for the stories you're told about this guy, it doesn't fit the profile of a avid coke or drug user, in my opinion. And like I said, I've known many people that use cocaine.
2: Did they find the rest of his clothes, or was he just in his underwear?
1: Just in his underwear. I think they were maybe scattered in the... I can't remember if that was a ever-known thing. But again, if you're dying of a cocaine overdose, it doesn't fit. Like, that's not a a death that usually you're stripping. That's hypothermia, you know, different things like that. You know, if you're on a hallucinogenic drug, more or less, like, I don't know. Like, coke doesn't seem like that.
2: He must have had a good arm to throw his boot up into that tree that, that high. 75 feet, yeah.
1: Yeah. And that's the other thing, the boot that high up. You know, it's just, there's some things that don't add up. And then, like you said, the FBI coming on in just...
0: It's not normal. Like it, it, there's no. no way it's just a normal case. No. So that's, that's where, Christian, I'd, I'd kind of like to hear what you, how you could piece this into being something normal. Like, how could you spin this in any way but either paranormal or just straight out
2: government conspiracy? If it, you were going to make it normal, this whole thing, it would have to be drugs of some sort.
1: But, and taking out the FBI, because there's no reason yeah. why they would sw- swarm in. Same thing. It would just be known as a guy that was died of a drug overdose.
2: Also, why wouldn't they let the family see the body, and why would they move it so quickly?
1: And why was it weeks to get that report? The
2: only, the only other way to go a little bit deeper into that is to see how that police force reacts to these things or how common something like this happens. If this is the first time they've dealt with a death in 30 years, you could see some of these things happening. Mm. But... Pennsylvania is a pretty populated state so I would I would think they'd have some experience handling somebody's death yeah mm-hmm. so it's really strange all the different things that kind of stack upon each other to really throw off any any kind of making sense of this story at all I mean it's easy to say aliens or Bigfoot or whatever but it's not so easy to say natural causes like it should be in this case yeah.
0: So what do you think with like another thing is if this was UFO related, And, like, aliens beamed him up, fucking killed him, and dropped him in a bramble. That would go against a lot of what, like, you look at, there's so many people out there right now that are like, aliens come in peace, and they are they just want to help us evolve into the best people we can be and help the planet all this. That would, like, you look at, like, like, Stephen Greer, like, Dr. Greer or whatever, his whole belief on aliens and all that is that they're the most peaceful, no one's ever hurt a human. That would poke a giant hole in that theory. And, like, what would we do then? Does that mean there's different races and there are aliens that are really mean and whatever, but the then there's the good ones. Well, you know,
1: then so- that's a, a, a new threat to worry about, you know, mm-hmm. when, you know, are we a threat from could, some alien race that's coming down? And
2: Could be the difference between lizard people and reptilians? No,
0: I don't think no. it could be. I think those are the same exact thing.
2: This, this <laughs> to me sounds almost like a crazy human story. Like this guy was connected to something or stumbled into something that Americans at a high level, wanted to keep quiet. Hmm. It doesn't sound like aliens, or maybe he knew if there were aliens involved, it doesn't sound like the aliens would have been doing the killing.
1: Okay, say that Todd Sees is a great actor. He is a family man, but on the side, uh, Heisenberg, you know, breaking bad, if you will, into some deep cocaine train, doing something bad enough that triggered the FBI's involvement. Yeah. How do you say his boot was that high? Again, could could someone throw a boot seventy five feet high in a tree? And so what, that's what doesn't get me. Was it gusty night? I mean, how much could a wind gust throw a boot up in there? But like that's you know, peel, goes yeah, whoop, <laughs> just went up there and yeah. then he stripped out of his clothes in a you know cocaine rage and yeah. then dies. Like, I mean, it's just you try to make a skeptical view of it and say, okay, it's
0: perfectly normal. Yeah, yeah. but
1: there's just things that don't add up.
0: Yeah. I, th- I think between the the boot and the emaciation, yes, there's no way. Like the
1: decompense yeah, the, just the decomposed and yeah. the, the state the body was in in 24 hours. It's not like he was missing a week. Then yeah. I'd be like, yeah, okay, it's hot. It's August in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Makes sense, but for 24 hours to be that in that kind of state, I just I don't get it.
2: Yeah, and and you said we're not allowed to use vampires because that sounds like a vampire death. That's the only thing that could explain the
0: emaciation and. Paranormal form outside of weird radiation or UFOs or some shit.
2: I'd be curious to see what is going on in and around this North area, Cumberland, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Yeah, is there government facilities? Is there government connections?
1: But in Pennsylvania, it gets me because it's to me. If we're gonna say Bigfoot hmm. and UFO are always hand in hand, look how much of the Bigfoot community is in Pennsylvania.
0: True, sure, it's pretty big,
1: and there's a lot of UFO sightings
0: mm-hmm.
1: in that Bigfoot book. I mean. More than not, there's always sightings of orange spheres and things in the sky the night that they see a Bigfoot. So it's just really interesting to get those two.
2: There's also organized crime and cocaine. On the same nights as orange spheres and Bigfoot.
1: But then how to, again, the emaciation. Yeah, There's like just there's... nothing I can pull yeah. to say. That... But
2: here's the thing, since nobody saw the body other than a few officials, hmm. maybe he wasn't emaciated.
1: Then why they not let his family yeah. see his body? If he's dead, then you know what? Like that adds him...
2: to the mystery. But, I mean, one way or another, this guy was connected to something.
0: Was he, or did it? he just like, shitty day to go out deer spotting?
2: It sounds like it's a place he always goes deer spotting anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's pretty familiar to him, but something crazy happened. And...
1: Wasn't even Pennsylvania in the missing 411 case with the gal, and she was up in that blind in the, mm-hmm. in the yeah. yeah, see, again.
2: No, Pennsylvania is,
1: yeah. I'm I'm telling you, there is just something above that area. Like I, what gets me on these cases about Bigfoot and even believing in any of this kind of stuff is that the regional areas, like you watch the missing 411, the people that have gone hunting, it's multiple people in that area, all avid hunters and Mm -hmm. like, like Todd sees himself. And then something like this just happens. Yeah. I bet you if you pull up, there's been more of those cases, because I do remember Pennsylvania was high on the list of 411, too. So it's like, is it something within that region Hmm. with UFOs or Bigfoot or whatever?
2: Well, doesn't the the missing 411, isn't that like ties it into a bunch of cave systems in the area and all kinds of ridiculous stuff that's... Something to...
0: I mean, something to that effect, but it's more or less just people go missing in national parks. I don't know if they've ever... Like, I haven't watched all of them. I've only watched a couple. But the overall gist is just national parks.
1: Yeah. Which. With pe- the same kind of, you know, same people are with found with boots near a river mm-hmm. or this and like missing clothes. Like, they all just fit the same kind of.
2: But people have always gone missing in those places because they're vast and they're wilderness. Yeah. Some of them
0: aren't explainable. That's,
1: that's No, a lot the- of them are like in the parking lot missing.
2: Yeah. It's just weird. It's, it's,
0: it's too weird to say, Oh, it's just a natural case of missing. You know,
2: I think we're missing a lot of information and this is why we, we struggle sometimes when local police don't investigate things properly because there's so many holes that you can just keep plugging things in. There's a lot of things the police could have done in this investigation to help close up some of those holes, but they didn't. Was it out of laziness? Was it something else? You know, why didn't they do the basic um, investigation that you have to do in these situations that leave this open? It's like the Epstein case where you have all these people not doing the basics that could have uh, alleviated like, oh, he didn't kill himself type yeah. of thing. All they have, these people have to do is their jobs and they don't. So now later on, we're stuck with the mystery that maybe didn't need to be a mystery or maybe shouldn't be a mystery because it's really dangerous.
0: Let's go ahead and like pick apart Another piece of this Todd C's story, which is the neighbors seeing the UFO. Okay. You instantly, your first reaction when you heard that was bullshit. Like not they didn't bullshit. see you were like, they did not see a UFO. Like so so what it's is just, that then? Do you what what what's your explanation for the neighbors either A, making this up or B completely being out of their minds on drugs and just that happened to be in the same area that Todd C's was found?
2: I think whenever I've on any of our subjects when we've talked about me being skeptical 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 yeah of things i can't even say the word yeah but it's never that people just made it up it's people saw these things but did their mind make it up and in this case a lot of people see UFO, ufos yes and a good percentage of them are explained some are never explained but they still see something so It's not a stretch for somebody to look up in the sky and see weird lights at any point. That's a UFO, you know. Whether it's aliens or not, um, it could have just been a coincidence. It could have been something, you know. The boots up seventy five feet in the in the tree is very strange. But also, why is an alien going to beam somebody up and then drop them back down with his boot off, looking all emaciated? When they could just, why would they leave evidence? And maybe it was a helicopter. Maybe there was maybe there was some meetup up there that caused his death, that people far away could have seen lights up there and thought it was something else when somebody just murdered the guy. Yeah. For whatever reason. Like, it seems like, I mean, my how do you murder organs.
1: someone and then emaciate them? Like, I think I if you know. look at
2: some of the Russian poisonings in the last 10, 15, 20 years, you will find how quickly some of these people have been disfigured. Yeah. What's, with radiation
0: poisoning. What, what's really hilarious is every episode I say it's something really weird. And outlandish. Heather kind of like picks and chooses between, and then Christian's go-to is it was the Russians.
1: The Russians. (laughs) It's always drugs or the Russians. They're on drugs. It's the Russians.
2: Yeah, the Russians, the brain stuff or drugs is usually. Well, in this case, and I'm not saying this was the Russians, but if if you saw the way Russians have poisoned people recently with with radiation with radioactive materials. One guy was disfigured. His face was disfigured. He survived, but he doesn't look the same. Yeah, That's pretty powerful poison, and it's been used throughout the years, including one time, I think the Russians walked by a guy with an umbrella Mm. that had a little firing mechanism, and they tapped the guy on the leg and pulled a button, and this little ball of radioactive metal went into his leg and ended up killing the guy after a couple days or a few days because... It was just pure, it was so much radioactive material that it poisoned him from within. But nobody could figure it out because there was nothing to be able to, at that time, figure out whether he was poisoned like this. So you're bringing another suggestion to the possibilities here by saying maybe it's like a
0: Russian double agent.
2: Maybe he's an American agent, just an American agent. It could be the emaciated part could possibly be explained. Mm -hmm. It's not easily explained. Yeah. and i would think that maybe some people are wrong on their timing of when he disappeared to make it that way but I mean, there's there's crazy possibilities it could have been that aren't aliens but that's it ends up being just as crazy why would this guy yeah. be murdered what does he know so it was the
0: russians that came over in the ufo zapped todd with the old radiation and this is where we get the,
2: the from, story from some of the things i've heard Bigfoot recently came in through shoe. yeah, yeah. Things I've heard recently online, that Russians didn't get alien technology because they liked us more. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you know, we have favorites. Why wouldn't the Galactic
0: Federation also have favorites? Exactly. Well, we all have feelings, right? It Aliens, was, wasn't people?
2: it us and Israel that the mm-hmm. Galactic Apparently. Federation are into? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Makes perfect sense. Yeah. I don't, you know, it's, it's a crazy story Yeah, with horrible investigating and now it's, been lumped together with ufos
1: and bigfoot well what's weird to me and interesting is if you google search this there's little to nothing not a lot of coverage not a lot on the guy not a lot of information yeah It, it almost seems like you know government maybe went in and did take out some of his stuff i don't know it just it's weird
2: we need a lot more info info on this
1: things don't add up
2: the good news is we're almost to the point where ufo information is legally supposed to be released, so maybe we'll have an answer to this soon. Yeah, it's coming
0: up on that time, isn't it? Yeah. that that's in- What do you think is gonna happen with that? If we can like kind of branch off of this into another UFO bit?
2: My feeling is, having followed UFOs since I was a kid, Nothing is we happen. are gonna be disappointed. Yeah, that's the running theme, I think. But you never know, we could get some tidbits that help us take that next step into figuring out this phenomenon. -hmm. I mean, could there be aliens coming to visit us? Yes. That's what we would do. If we went to another planet, we'd come visit, hang out a little while, maybe and try to influence things. Flex our power a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Just, or, and learn to where we don't just jump in there and all of a sudden they destroy us. Yeah. Is there a possibility through all these, you know, uncountless worlds in the universe that somebody else is smart enough to do what they need to do to get here? Yes. I think we're going to find out some. Fun things. We're gonna find out a lot of government involvement in some of the things we've so- thought were UFOs. We're gonna find out some of them were U.S. or Russian or mm-hmm. any other adversary adversaries planes. Yeah. Now drones. But there's gonna be a lot of questions still, and that's where the next step is gonna need researchers, whether they're UFO researchers or scientists. Yeah. That's where we're, what we're gonna to need to do once some of this information is released, because you gotta assume a lot of it's gonna be redacted. Mm-hmm. We'll get a lot of information, but there'll be a lot of you know stuff blacked out on the pages yeah, and a lot more questions than answers I think. I don't know, man. I think it's nuts. I think there's especially with like all the
0: UFO stories, we're never gonna even if you know full disclosure comes out and everything like that, we're never gonna gonna know the true answers to some of the mysteries involving UFOs that we've seen throughout history. like it's gonna be, they're not if, if it was them that did these horrible things like this Todd Sees in, in general, like if it was UFOs, it was aliens really did beam this dude up, accidentally kill him or purposely kill him, and then just throw him into some bushes. Uh, that's pretty messed up. And I imagine that would have some kind of impact on the relationship between humanity and aliens in the future. And with the Todd Sees, especially this story, you can find pieces that fit together and be like, oh, it's definitely this. But always, 100% of the time, no matter what theory you come up with for for tazi's death there's always one piece that just doesn't add up w- within it you know you can explain away the emaciation maybe but then the ufo doesn't make sense but if you explain away the ufo then the emaciation doesn't make sense and if you say it's the government then all both of these things don't make sense you know there's just i don't know it's it's a really like mind bending
2: story that i remember the first time i heard it, it just blew me away i'm like god what is this yeah and one of the things that hurts us too is the time period this happened wasn't the internet age like it is now mm-hmm. like now what you could trace back social media posts you could see yeah. this person in other aspects of their lives because it's all available now and we could maybe trace back some of the weird little things he might have been involved in or connected to yeah and it could shed more light on the, the whole mystery but because of this time period there were, you could kind of float under the radar a lot better than you can now so mm-hmm. it's there's lost time. You know another thing that when as going back to this UFO the information on UFOs being released. Yeah. The one thing to me that might be released and all that that proves something isn't video or images. It's the US government recovering technology. True. If that comes out, that gives us a lot more information into what is really out there. More so than any video or story of somebody observing ufos or aliens 100 percent definitive yeah if uf if, if the usa or any other country is picking up things from these sites and then you find out later that they use that technology yeah whether it's to make titanium bats for baseball or something i mean that is proof that there's something advanced enough that we were we are tracking this stuff down that will turn a lot of skeptics into a believer of sorts
0: imagine dragons make them a believer
2: <laughs> yeah, I didn't get. Don't get your reference.
0: <laughs> I have weird off the wall references with everything in life.
2: So, me I too don't. usually, but I'm not. I have. I only hear Imagine Dragons on TV every once in a while. Same. Whenever there's an anthem needed, they're usually the one yeah. That's playing. Yeah. Oh,
1: well, yeah. my kids love them, so I hear it a lot. But
2: aliens or Bigfoot or the U.S. government, Heather. Yeah. Where, oh,
1: where I'm kind of with. you, But like, there's just no way I can see every angle. It's just I don't know which one. Hmm.
2: They all make sense.
1: Yeah.
2: Is there one it that you, doesn't, you lean towards more?
1: My gut, I always want to go with some kind of UFO and the government trying to help cover it up.
2: Yeah. I want somebody to exhume his body and do current testing on it. Yeah. What are the like? What's the likelihood of that They'll ever say happening?
1: it was too diminished or something happened to it in the process. They'll find a way around it. That's the mm-hmm. thing. I feel like the family really wanted it.
2: Well, to me, sometimes it sounds like the family wants to move on too, which maybe...
1: I don't know. I think... If...
2: If the family kind of like, okay, we don't believe this happened, but let's not talk about it too much. Because if I was that family with these things, I'd be talking about it now. And since there's not much information, there may have been questions, but they didn't push it hard. Yeah. And the police, I think the police said that they didn't want to put the family through too much. If the family truly believes something happened, it's time to have somebody do some more testing on the body. Because if there's any kind of poison or something that would have caused his death, there's chances you'd find that if there was something, even something UFO related. Yeah. If they're beaming them up or pulling them up or even sending a pod down, you're going to find residual energy of some sort mm. that caused the damage to his body.
0: Yeah. There are a lot of reports with radiation stuff with UFO technology. Yeah. So that would, that would lend credence to the, you know, the whole UFO possibility.
1: Yeah.
2: And when you see, like if you watch the show Chernobyl on a, hbo mm-hmm. and you see how quickly radiation damaged some of those firefighters there and workers it at high doses crazy things happen to the body and quickly mm-hmm. there's just so many questions with this yeah yeah god that's that's just baffling i don't, I knew that about radiation i knew it was bad but i
0: didn't understand like the more dose. like if you get a high dose or something like that then it could just deform you pretty much yeah mm-hmm. it's quickly. Just strange so yeah that would actually again you know, that would point to radiation and, you know, either UFOs or the government. Yeah. And
1: again, we'll never have that. Why? Hmm. It's just there's so much to the story. Even if we figure out what it was, we won't know why they did it. If it was aliens. Could we be don't know why.
2: Fun little thing to search on uh, the CIA website. There you go. Yeah. So Let's see if anything pops up.
1: No, Interesting story, though. Yeah. Many ways to go.
2: Yeah. It's a little
0: shorter than most of the ones we do. But the good thing about that is it gives us a little more time to kind of banter and kind of like, you know, just flush out some of these ideas, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I don't know, like I, just hearing the story originally, I was like, wow, that's crazy. I would love to talk about that with a uh, father-in-law and friend at some point in my life and here we are yeah making it happen
1: dreams come true
0: yeah so unfortunately it's not a super long episode today but you know a great story and if if this interests you go out and uh, look into it as heather said there's not too much yeah. information you can pull but what it is it's a fascinating read and in the meantime you know once you do all that hey reach out to us and uh give us your thoughts on todd sees do you have a theory that we didn't touch on today that you think is 100 definitive this is what happened i know the answer we want to hear it it's the gang at the email us or you can hit us up on social medias uh instagram TikTok, and twitter are at freaky deaky pod and then heather you are running the facebook
1: at the freaky deaky podcast
0: yeah so and between that the you can find merch you can find uh we still need to start those blogs up it's been it's been pretty hectic. We're trying to piece everything together as we go. And so there's going to be a couple of hiccups, but the vision that we have in our minds when everything comes to fruition, is going to knock your socks off. So so keep your, your ears peeled.
1: A lot of our focus has been on that this season. Next season, it's more we want to get with the blog and different things. Yeah, and, so now, it. you know, hit us up. We want to hear from you guys. Um, we appreciate the love. If you guys have time to leave us a review, that's the best thing you can really do for our show right now. Those, uh... And it know, Apple take podcast review yeah hop in there say something nice if you have nothing nice to say then you know just keep on with your day
2: you could direct the bad stuff at me yeah i mean that's kind of fun
1: yeah, yeah i feel like uh, christian does get that
2: yeah christian didn't you have something that you wanted to i don't know if i can find it right away well with the magic of what we're doing actually it'll seem like it was right away
1: So to close out this episode, figured we'd go over some reviews we've gotten. Christian might get a kick out of this one. Coming from Jeff Jones, who wrote into Facebook and said, I found your podcast from buying your confessionals beard oil. I'm making my way through the episodes now. I've liked all of them so far, although Christian can get aggravating at times. Keep Mm. up the good work.
0: (laughs) Yes, Jeff, you are absolutely right he's a a great human being but but boy boy golly is he a a difficult aggravating subject to preach the truth to and receive nothing but skepticism we're always on drugs yeah would you like to would you like to weigh in on on mr jones review
2: i would like to weigh in on mr jones review first off thank you for listening yeah i mean that's awesome and i agree as you could tell scott agreed sometimes i can be (laughs) aggravating It's all in good fun. Well, I think it's part of the show too, is, is, you know, we're doing, uh, we're working on a subject that doesn't usually have somebody that's skeptical. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to be irritating because most of our people are believers that are going to be listening to us. They enjoy that. Yeah. It's fun. So at times when I get a little skeptical, it is going to be aggravating. Yeah. And part of that is, that's the point because whether you're believers or not, Sometimes you got to go through it with a skeptical attitude and pull out some of the crap Yeah, and then be able to support some of the more outlandish things. And you need to have that kind of counterbalance. So sometimes I'm going to throw things out there that are very boring, aren't as fun as aliens and Bigfoot. And also sometimes I might believe some of this stuff just as strongly as Scott, even though I'm coming at it from a skeptical point of view. If that's the aggravation that's being talked about, I am perfectly fine with that. If it's my voice, (laughs) it's just genetics. I'm sorry. If it's who I am
0: as a person. Do I
2: say the word interesting too much? I don't really know, but I can see from a, a point of view that some of our fans and listeners would be aggravated with my theories. But at the same time, the opposite side of that is the skeptics that
0: maybe tune in to hear your ideas on this stuff and hear me blabbering on about how real everything is, they probably get aggravated at me. Like the, the beauty of our particular audience is that it's gonna be built of both skeptics and believers. And regardless of what you believe or who you are, like you're part of the family, you're, you're yeah. part of this. We're, we discuss things in a civil manner without ripping each other's heads off or hating the other person. It's okay to believe outside of of the norm and it's okay to like stay inside that box too if you want. Like yeah. whatever you believe, you're welcome here. We're not tearing anyone on a new one. It's a fun discussion. We're having a good time, and you know, we want you guys to be friends of the pod. You know, right? Yeah. And I think
2: in the end, both these groups could support each other and bring a re- bring reality to the front. You know, so we can all find what is actual the reality at some point. So yeah. keep listening, keep commenting. We love your feedback. Mm-hmm.
1: Another one I think um, Scott will enjoy because. Touches on our old boy Ricky Ticky Taco. This was a review left by Board Game Lover 69 and five stars. I always read reviews from worst to best, and I read Ricky Ticky Taco's review and I laugh pretty hard. Political? These guys are talking conspiracy theories, and I like the girl. She's kind of quirky and fun. It's a good listen. Definitely give it a try. Why, thank you. I am quirky, and that did make my day to see here. So, you know, Ricky Ticky Taco made a Quick statement, but I think everyone's on our side, and yeah,
0: it'll vanish like a fart in the wind. Give it a few months, you know, yeah, be all right.
1: But no we enjoy the you know reviews, uh, the support. Yeah. It's the best thing you guys can do for our show right now. So keep them coming.
0: Sure. Should, should I read Gregory's? You want to read Gregory's? Go ahead and read
2: Gregory's because yeah. I have a funny story with it.
0: Okay, Gregory. Uh, first of all, appreciate you, man still staying true listening to the podcast you are the real mvp and that does not go unnoticed right he wrote in to the email he said i want to thank you guys again episodes 25 a and b were amazing your episodes are so good i've listened to each one about three to four times each i always enjoy listening to them before i go to bed i think i look over my shoulder about 200 times to check my closet Yo, Gregory, first of all, same. That's happened to me
2: since I started this podcast, yeah, too. Just a researching. I'm, yeah. like,
0: I'm like, I hear noise. The dishwasher kicks on. I'm like, oh, fuck. Sorry, Gregory, for the swearing. Don't ever <laughs> stop and have a happy Easter. So, Gregory, first of all, thank you. Amazing. That is so great to hear. Um, but more importantly, it's a compliment to Christian because he really enjoyed 24 and 25, and that was your episode. That was one you wrote and you put together. So you got someone saying you're aggravating shout out, Jeff, (laughs) and then you have someone complimenting you. So it, it balanced itself out right there.
2: Yeah. That was a fun episode. And, and to tell you a little bit about Gregory, Gregory, we love you. So I'm going to tell a story that I heard about you Wow, and the three of us here all have the Oculus gaming system. So we all understand you're in this virtual reality. And from what I understand, Gregory. Family has it and his sister was helping put, put it on him one time, but I guess it wasn't turned off. So something jumped out at him and he instinctively lashed out, punching his sister (laughs) in the eye. Nice. So this is just one of those stories. Oculus is fun. When you put it on somebody's head, especially your little brother don't have it on because he might react and punch you. True. So we've heard her side, Gregory. Now let's hear yours. What really happened?
0: <laughs> yeah. So all in all, uh, just wanted to thank everyone for writing in. It really does mean a lot. And if you want to be one of those people that also means a lot to us, write in or leave us a review. And uh, yeah, I think that just about wraps it up. I don't know if you heard my stomach growling on the mic just now, but it's gone down. So Go I thought it was a Yeti <laughs> in the distance. No. Um, yeah. So, so thanks for listening. Uh, let us know what you think about Todd C's crazy, crazy story, and we will catch you next week here on the Freaky. Yeah, that was the best
2: closeout Scott's ever done. One of Todd C's boots was found seventy-five feet up in a tree. It was aliens.
1: Find at cars.
2: Really, cars does have Bob's Red Mill. Shit. Oh, in their fancy section. Yeah. Yeah, it's like sixteen bucks for an
0: eight-ounce bag of the shit.
2: I'm Actually, curious. It's not bad. In the last episode, if you hear my stomach growling.
1: Oh, mine got bad a couple might, times too. Because
2: yeah. there were a couple times I'm like, yeah look every single
0: day at work i don't know what it is it's only at work that this happens my stomach yells it's like literally and there's someone that sits four or five feet across from me i'm like this person probably thinks i'm the
2: gassiest motherfucker oh, yeah. on the planet you know i i could help you stop that just got to get rid of your crappy box cereal that's magic
0: spoon up there how dare you we're not sponsored so i should bleep that out but um
2: it's bad for you.
0: It's, it's all bad for you. It's actually a lot better than the normal stuff. It's grain free. Then so. I'm
1: chocked full of badness because I've ate way too much Crunch Berries but, in my lifetime. But look, to be this healthy. is also
0: this is someone that does not like. I'm fasting currently. Like I fast throughout the day, and so I'm not. It's not like it could be hunger pains or whatever. But look, honestly, it only happens at work. On my on the weekends, don't hear my stomach do anything.
2: It's the those old ghost or sleep paralysis people you saw. Maybe. They're pun- punishing you. Yeah. For- because yeah. you're hanging out with somebody that doesn't believe in them. I wondered
0: if it's a stress thing.
2: I wonder. I'm like, am I so stressed
0: out that when you're I'm at work yourself that it's just like, guts? you know, gas is a normal thing. It is, but it's not gas. It's hunger. Like it's because I don't eat. Like I have to get back used to intermittent fasting again. So my body is still like yelling.
2: Well, that's why you got to eat like a lot of protein before yeah. you you yeah. start your fast, and then you, you know, your body will like, okay, we can calm down now. Yeah, we're good for twelve hours.
1: Especially for whatever goals you're trying to get for your body-wise, like protein's always going to be. Yeah.
2: You guys do realize that in a little over a week, I'm going to be at an ancient pyramid. I do realize that. I don't know how we're going to use that for our show. I'm hoping to get down there and find something interesting.
0: Take some pictures. Take some oh. artsy, not like old man pictures, but take like some artsy shots of the place. Put it yeah, up no, on we're going to have some.
2: <laughs> I think we're going to take the good camera. We'll have the GoPro. Nice.
0: Get some footage. That yeah. could be TFD footage right there. TFD yep. content. Yep. yep.
2: That's the plan. That's one of the reasons I wanted to go there was for some of that ancient stuff. Yeah.
1: Where are your podcast gear.
2: I am. I, I was trying to order a shirt so I'd have a different shirt every day, but I just ran, couldn't do it at work. So I'm going to try to steal some of those stickers. How long does it take for the stickers to come in? They're super fast. Okay. I might be able to get a pack because I want to take a pack down there because hmm. I'm going to wear it. And then I'm gonna I'm I talk to people constantly when I travel or at a hotel. Yeah. And if it comes up, when they ask me what I do, I'll be like, I'm a podcaster. There you go. Yeah. And yeah, then leave, I'll be like, leave the boring day job behind. Exactly. Yeah, I'm a
1: podcaster. Like, yeah.
2: And then I'll hand them I'll have some stickers and stuff. And 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 you know, even though it's it's gonna be in Mexico, I'm gonna be meeting people from other countries, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um and so that'll just be one way to spread it around. And and it and I've noticed lately that we are hitting more countries. Yeah, I think um,
0: that was Georgina mainly. I think that episode. Well, I think hurt that and,
2: and TikTok. Yeah. It was Georgina got a lot of hits. Shout out Georgina. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, wow. When I saw how quickly those numbers were going up on her episode. Yeah. But she's awesome though to interview.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: That was a
2: good episode. So. Solid win. Yeah, we'll have to get more interviews in our. As we get bigger, it'll be easier, but.
0: We should go after some of these actual researchers, like some of the scientists and shit. Like, if we go after like, uh, like La Marzulli or something like that, be like, hey, you want to come on the podcast? He's Nick, done. He's done random podcasts before.
2: Nick Begich, he lives in Eagle River. There you go. I think at least that's where I heard he lived last time. And he is like the whole harp and stuff like that. Yeah. And he's been on coast to coast. Ooh, we that would little... be so good if we could get Nick Begich in
0: studio. Yeah,
1: yeah. talk about that Alaska Triangle. Yeah,
2: I think just if we keep moving where we're going to going because we our numbers are still going up Mm -hmm. then i think we can draw him in at some point yeah well
1: you know what's not to love we're all pretty great so yeah
2: yeah let's just
0: lay all the cards out there right now we're the best okay so you're you came to the right spot
2: well i think even like with our summer plans yeah that should give us a lot of momentum going into the next season and then you know hopefully that'll help yeah this is a
0: cold open so I'll cut that first bit, I'll cut pieces from that first bit, move it to after the cold open and intro, and then also welcome people in after that.
2: Yeah. We trust you, ba-boom.
0: Yeah. Don't say that, I'll do something weird, and then I'll be like, hey, you said you trust me, man, I did something random. <laughs> We're used to it. That is what I do. I Gotta make sure I don't have any
1: mouth pops. Anymore. I know, I was just like it's, like.
0: it's like, it sounds like I'm stirring a bowl of macaroni or something when
2: I open my mouth. It's like.
1: That's why you guys gotta get your Aquaphor. Right I don't like the way it tastes when I... The water?
2: No, when I like squeeze it in there, so I don't have...
1: I don't squeeze, <laughs> like you squeeze it on in. Like...
2: It's not a snack, Christian. Yeah. <laughs> right.
1: So I just put a little bit on my finger, then you know.
2: Edit that one together. There you go. There goes for good mom image.
1: <laughs> just like that. What good mom image? I I'm, think, the, I I'm think... the mom that drove the minivan with like run DMC blaring in my car, like...
0: Okay, the worst, walking in Vegas, not only to a NASCAR event of all things, but carrying a cardboard cutout
2: home from that NASCAR event. I mean,
1: this was you know pre. Can you say you're cool
2: if you go to NASCAR? Oh, way cool,
1: cool. way cool.
2: Heck yeah! My kids really want to
1: go to Monster Jam, and I'm equally as excited. I'm like, heck yeah! What's not to love, monster trucks?
2: I mean, didn't one of your greatest drivers just go to Formula One?
1: I don't, I don't follow NASCAR. Exactly,
2: because nobody does. And oh, no, do- no.
1: Our friends, Matt and Danny, our BFFs, like Matt loves NASCAR. And we did, like when they were living up here, we'd get together on Sundays. And like, but this is also pre-kids. Like we were not yeah. all parents like we are now, but we would get together, cook breakfast, watch some NASCAR, <laughs> and then just hang out for the day, like dinner. Like we, it was like a...
2: I've never been into NASCAR. It was
1: no, it was our total
2: my my brother and my dad. We picked a racer
1: when we went down to Vegas. Like we picked who we wanted besides him like having followed and and then we just like went with it. We bought t-shirts and we're like, we're NASCAR fans now. It's committed. Let's watch them. And
0: no, no. For me a hundred percent of the time, like number one, those races are way too long. Okay. It's like six hours just sitting there watching cars turn left and I can't. It I'm does like, not feel
1: that long Whoa. like in Vegas it four hours and I was like, I've never got such a bad sunburn in my life. I it's used horrible. to horrible.
2: It's and it's similar because I used to go to drag races and I love those. <laughs> so I mean, really, it's the same thing. I picture something entirely different when you said <laughs> that. Oh. Drag <laughs> that would be Car
0: inter- races. that would be entertaining as hell, though. Either way. Yeah, either yeah. way. Drag races would yeah. be cool too.
2: Yeah. But I'd go to the like the races, and it's just them going in a straight line really fast. But the feeling you get, because those engines are so powerful, and I hear it's the same with NASCAR. Yeah, you can feel the ground Yeah, shape. it's
1: like you, f- yeah, everything. It's, it's, it's a it's visceral like,
2: feeling. So I, I do understand yeah. why people like NASCAR. It's just not my thing.
1: Well, you're just sitting in a circle, drinking beer, watching cars go. Yeah. Like, that's what you're doing. And like, it's sunny, it's, it was warm. Yeah, it's no, it's a cool experience, and oh like, a bunch of down to earth people. Yeah, are NASCAR gonna, fans.
0: I, I hope you guys weren't getting attached to <laughs> that We're gonna have to replace it for season two. Oh, NASCAR, it's out a hundred percent. I can't get on board. I can't. I monster can't. Monster
1: Jam, you can't even get on that. Like my, watching cars do you, and stuff. Yeah, my kids all about it. Like my kids every morning, like mom, Monster Jam. It's
0: a lot cooler than NASCAR,
2: but I still wouldn't pay money to see it. When when you lived in Palmdale. And went to the Antelope Valley Fair. Did you ever go to the tractor pull? Okay. We're just getting weirder with it now. No. Basically, they build these tractors out of drag car engines, and then they put this weight behind them, and they say, which tractor can pull the weight? And they don't even look like tractors anymore. They look like hot rods Yeah. with a little bit of tractor on them, and they pull these heavy ass weights. And then like as you go down the track, the the weight moves up to the front, so it gets heavier. Yeah. And some, some of them pull it pretty far. It and then after that, monster trucks came in. So it was kind of like a progression of like, let's see what we can do with these big engines. Yeah.
1: Oh, uh, actually, Scott, I take your salty NASCAR comment. And guess who might be going to Atlanta Motor Speedway in uh, July now? Because guess what's in town? NASCAR. Yeah. No, we were looking to see if Monster Jam was anywhere near because my kids want to see it so bad. We're like, we'll just go drive somewhere like they're in Texas is the closest place. And I'm not driving there from Georgia. Yeah. And uh, Michael called and he's like, Babe, hey, NASCAR is in town. You want to go? I'm like, sure. The kids would love it. He told Michael yesterday, little Michael. And he goes, monster trucks are cooler. And he goes, I know, dude, but we can't see him. Yeah. He's like, you want to go see NASCAR? And he's like, no, monster trucks are cooler. Like, that's all I tell him. He's like, I know. but Has he
2: been to a NASCAR race? Sounds no. like a smart kids, man. He'll. Just get him there. That's why I told
1: Michael. I was like, he'll have love fun. Them. I'm like, he's just being salty because he wants to see monsters.
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm so. knocking NASCAR, but as a child, yeah. NASCAR oh, it's way would cool. be cool. Well, kids love
1: cars. Like, and from when he was like two, he was obsessed with the Disney movie cars. Yeah, And when we did watch NASCAR with those friends, you know, he'd always be watching it. And, you know, he's always loved trucks, cars, that kind of thing.
2: Yeah. This little segment right here should be one of our summer episodes <laughs> where we're just commenting on NASCAR. Yeah.
0: Tune in next week where we talk about the world's worst profession. And then, yeah, no. But honestly, you guys really gave us a solid bonus 20 minutes at the end of this episode that we should probably get started on now.
1: Yeah. Todd's- what episode?
0: <clears throat>
2: Wait. We're talking about Todd Seas. I thought we were talking NASCAR. And the, and yeah. the interdimensional tr- dimensional travels of Tony Stewart. Yeah. Well, hey, peace that.
1: Oh, we could together. do it, yeah. No whole episode. <laughs> and I'm gonna be like over here. I'm gonna wear my Casey Kane shirt, like my NASCAR oh, stuff, and
0: I quit Tune into my new podcast next I'm week. I'm gonna
1: bring my beer koozie, and I do have a camo beer koozie
2: with that. This I didn't on even it. question. Yeah, I just for yeah, those of you thinking I do that Heather was cool. Now you know the truth. And I have
1: uh, the little like your pass carrier, you know lanyard.
0: Yeah, Heather, I I, I need you to hear this, <laughs> okay? You said. Like, you let us know that you had a camo beer koozie, right? You didn't have to tell us that. You saying you like NASCAR, Christian and I already knew 100% that you own a camo beer koozie. Oh, yeah. It It, it comes
1: (laughs) with, like, it's like in the starter pack. If you're going to go to NASCAR, here's your beer koozie. It's part of the uniform.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, a whole new image of Heather that I have attained today. Oh, I'm many. (laughs) I'm
1: so, I always tease my husband. I'm like, you got a package deal here because...
2: You know what I yeah. love about NASCAR? I'm a
1: nerd, I love NASCAR, I, yeah.
2: The marketing aspect of it is amazing. That they can get people to go sit in the hot sun and watch cars, <laughs> Well not cars. just that, yeah. but the, like the sponsorship of the cars, runs. it's a, it's brilliant in a way. It's, it's like professional wrestling, but this is real. Yeah, I wonder how, how much of our audience that
0: stays tuned after the episode to hear this random bullshit that took place before the episode. I'm going to alienate by saying that NASCAR is the worst. And if, if I have alienated you, please uh, comment on one of our Instagram photos. NASCAR is cool. Yeah, That's it. come no join other... me
1: because, you know, start letting me know. Yeah. Because I know you, there's some NASCAR no other context. Out
0: there. Just NASCAR is cool. And then no. I'll know that there's people out there that actually believe NASCAR is cool. But if you don't hit the Instagram, then I'm going to believe wholeheartedly that NASCAR is the worst. We're on the same page. The
1: end.
2: Don't you want to drive one of those cars once, though? No.
1: I don't want to drive a race car, but I would like Monster Jam. Like, would be fun. I'm not saying I want to do crazy jumps. I don't trust myself, but I want to just drive like a straight line in a monster truck. See what it feels like to drive something that far up.
2: Yeah, going back to San Francisco Canyon Road, I had me a hot little sports car when I would drive that road. It was so much fun. Was it a Mazda Miata? No, no Mercury Cougar. I think you said sports car. Oh, that is yeah. It's like a cheap version, but it was really fun. Yeah, You know, a little stick shift flying around those corners. And then because I drove it every day or just about every day to get to work before when I used to drive heavy equipment. And then later yeah. on for hockey, you knew those corners and yeah. you would just go flying around those corners. It was like, I see why people race now.
1: You see yeah. young Christian, just picture him, you know, out there just in his little hot rod yeah. cruising around. I wasn't
2: that young. I was in my late thirties.
1: So Christian's just always old. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you're saying.
2: But it was fun. <laughs> it's hard to deny yeah that was an enjoyable car all right so i saw the yeah. chupacabra
1: well take us away scott yeah
2: perhaps we should get into the episode since we just did another one prior to this yeah. like a whole extra episode you guys aren't even going to hear till the end yeah you're welcome if for that 15 solid minutes of nascar
0: content just what you guys ordered <laughs> okay now I need another drink, guys. <laughs> we talked so much during all that that now I need to drink more water because I got the cotton mouth.
2: I noticed how you had to, I need another drink. And then the next time you said something, it was water. Just to throw show everybody, yeah. we don't have whiskey right now. We save that for the later afternoon episodes. Yeah. Do you have to make this rated R or not for kids if you talk about alcohol? I mean- you and your uh,
0: I said fuck those kids once in an episode so I think it's pretty much already rated
2: You off. know when you mentioned the <clears throat> swearing jar uh, I was like, "Oh, there's only going to be one contributor and it's going to be Scott." It's and then be like me. Yeah. within the next 10 minutes he said the F word like six times. Yeah. But he also 10 said seconds. the F word. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so You guys are potty mouths. There was two contributors. My husband tells me this
1: all the time. He's like, "You're the worst one."
0: I really?
1: Yeah, I could drop something I loved to my phrase that I catch nice. isn't the nicest, but yeah. good old GD.
2: Yeah, I'm pretty pretty <laughs> it's salty. It's the NASCAR in her. GD. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I picture it.
1: No, it's not as <clears> nice.
2: <throat> good luck, Scott.
0: Yep. What a long bonus content outro we have. Mm-hmm. There are many missed. I'm going to sit better because I feel are like there? I'm like talking. Are there? There are. Okay. <clears throat> Get yourselves ready, because it's about to get real. Buckle up for a wild ride. There are many mysteries out there that are truly bizarre, such as Dyatlov Pass. It was aliens.